Hey, this is Michael from Game Night Therapy Adventures, and I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to listen to our official episode one of our D&D podcast. Now, we're still working on the name. Matt hasn't come up with it yet, but I'm sure soon that he will he will grant us the privilege of entering his brain and seeing what the name of this arc will be. But until then, we'll just keep it with the title of Game Night Therapy Adventures, and we'll let you know when that changes in the future. So this is the first time we've ever recorded a podcast, and honestly, I think it's the first time I've ever recorded anything. So it would be awesome if you guys could leave us a comment and let us know how we're doing. So I just wanted to thank you once again for listening to our first episode. So, you guys, Falden, Merriweather, are two strange adventurers for our tale, are spending a normal evening in the Nagging Mule, your normal hangout place. Uh, the Nagging Mule is a local pub owned and ran by Devin. Um, he, uh, he likes you guys, which is more than most of the tavern owners in this city can say, because he actually thinks Merriweather's brand of... Uh, bardic performances unique and hilarious and he's got a soft spot for Fowden for who knows why maybe because you're both bald what'd you say the inn was called the nagging mule so i have a question for you already yeah what does our typical like day look like outside of the nagging mule like i i only wrote my character background as far as just being with this guy so what do we normally do well <clears throat> meriwether has found that most people want to hear a bard perform after a hard day's work. So you guys are pretty much living, sleeping, you know, early morning, maybe even into early afternoon, getting up, doing your day-to-day stuff starting around mid-afternoon. Is anyone concerned I'm eight foot tall? And, I mean... And a dragon. At first it was odd, because you're rather tall for a dragonborn. But you put people off not because you're a dragonborn but because of your odd eccentric behavior because you assume that because you're dragonborn that they're going to find you odd but it's because where you come from your clan didn't go out into the world and mingle with humans very often so you were under the assumption that dragonborn are very uncommon but the people of this city are you know mostly used to seeing you guys occasionally at least so they're not put off or terrified of the sight of you it's just your approach to people and your uh, version of greeting people just sets them at ease because you don't seem to know yourself (laughs) that's true that's true so Devin lets you guys you know perform there every night he knows that you're basically his bodyguard and keeper you know you help him book gigs and Devin's fine with you going other places and performing at other places besides the Nagging Mule. But you always have an open spot at the Nagging Mule. Um, Are we paid? That seems very important. By the patrons. You get tips and stuff. Well, do I have any money on me right now? Yes. How much money do I have? You Am both, I rich? I mean, no, of course not. You're Can I be character. rich? I mean, if you work hard, 
and strive. <laughs> strive and, for it. And build your brand. 30, 30 years later, I, I could mean, have I could have riches of $1,000. Does Devin provide a 401k? Is there a match? Yeah, Absolutely there... not. You're not his employee. Oh, so he's I don't have like, an IRA? Or he's allowing you to use his space to huh. perform instead of being on the street. Okay, well, is he skimming off any heard of from the top? new and upcoming thing that's uh, it's called combustion engine i'm gonna put all my money in the back <laughs> good choice really is that is that from the gnomish region of brassica that that's coming right. out of yeah, okay yeah, yeah. just investing everything i have in uh oh, engine. let's like hope their mountain kingdom doesn't blow up before they perfect it though uh, anyway so, so money <laughs> you guys start with um 18 gold each Holy in your pockets crap. you say that but that's where you are at the beginning of a day before you've you know made your daily wages now you started out charging Meriwether you know fair price but as you've grown to know him and become more friends with him and we just hang like, out we're cool buddies I mean you still give him a fair share of your cut do I give him like noogies because I feel like I just give him a good old I dragon mean, noogie I feel like you couldn't I mean, yeah, your scaly <laughs> knuckles would probably be real irritating on his bald head. So he probably oh yeah, I forgot his bald his oh, skills. Oh my, oh my to... god, I'd rip the top of his head off. <laughs> oh look at the little oh shit! It's oh my god. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll use my I'm eighteen gold. I am sorry. <laughs> I am. I'm very sorry. Uh, okay, that's fair. So usually, you guys on a good night. Of performing at the Nag and Mule, you guys will bring in fifteen to twenty gold. The people who are come here are regulars, you know, and this is their quadrant of the city. The Nag and Mule is pretty much the biggest and most well established tavern in that area. So you get regulars, and they're not just you know extra poor laborers. There's actually merchants who come in here regularly. So these guys have you know decent money to spend to tip you guys and you know pay for special song requests and stuff like that. And um, Devin, you know, he doesn't take a cut for letting you work in the space, which is a lot more than other places do for you. He also doesn't water down your drinks, and he doesn't upcharge you for any food or drinks that you get while you're there. I don't want to see AJ <laughs> licking toad and being drunk at the same time. That just sounds <laughs> horrifying. Salvin doesn't drink. Oh, there you go. I don't either. <laughs> so, yeah. so you guys are yeah not spending any of your cash really nope. that's good you guys actually live in an apartment nearby because you've been in this city now for almost seven months i suggest we just keep maintaining we build up our funds and we open a worm farm <clears throat> that's a great idea i mean what would you call something like that Ooh, <laughs> ooh, uh, Wormtopia, obviously. I mean, maybe, aiming. like, we've got worms. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, worms are us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure your pet's heads don't fall off. Heads are falling off! <laughs> so, yeah, so your day normally starts mid-afternoon. I mean, you do, you know, whatever you want, but you know that if you want to get, you always want to set up your spot in the tavern that you're going to play at that night, you know, in about 30, 40 minutes before dinner time. That way you're ready to go once the first crowd hits and people are anxious to chill out from the day and 
Here's some wonderful bardic performance from our fair Med- Merryweather. <laughs> I hope you guys have seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie, because that's pretty much who my character is. Going. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'm sure it is. Well, I was on Cartoon Network. You guys we were teenagers. He's old. younger than us. <laughs> you guys yeah. are old people. <laughs> so can't wait until you're 30. Yeah, I don't want to. Anyway, so you know what you do through the rest of your day. That's on you. Yeah, I mean, you guys know the city pretty well. You've started to become pretty well known. Like you've got. I mean, Merriweather here is before he really hooked up with Fowden. He, he worked in some dive bars. And unintentionally got himself out of some weird, bad situations just by his quirkiness and uniqueness, like kind of tickling the funny bone of some less than reputable people around town. So by sheer luck, you've made a name for yourself without getting yourself killed. <clears throat> and as a result, you're you're not necessarily known on site, but those people that have seen you are always smiling when they see you because they've enjoyed what they see. Well, And even if by enjoy what they see mean they thought it was ridiculous and you were doing a, well, you know, an odd imitation of a bard. <laughs> I imagine I go around town with like a cut off shirt that I don't understand. You know, I just saw a mannequin wearing it one time and then I also have a cowboy hat on. So, uh, so you guys, there's even like certain city guards that always make sure they come and check out a performance of your guys' once, you know, I say you guys, you're not really performing. No, I'm uh, generally uh, sitting in the bar making yeah. sure no one uh, comes, talks to me, or attacks him. Right. And, uh, and, uh. I'm straight up Aragorn, except three feet tall. <laughs> Short strider. <laughs> There's layers to it. It's wonderful. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, you guys have just been chilling. Michael, you've really only been in the quote-unquote human world, you know, as far as you've known, for about nine months now. Like, it's been less than a year since you've left your clan with this glorious dream of not being a fighter or a warrior that does nothing but kill his enemies and challenge those he considers weaker than him or stronger than him to be a bard something that your people a don't even really comprehend b shun the very idea of. i was shunned a lot so <laughs> yes. you know you're not even 100 percent sure if you're welcome back into your clan so you're trying to embrace this world that you are trying to adopt so you're just kind of doing what you assume humans do trying to experience everything that this city has to offer. And there's not just humans here. There's tons of elves, dwarves, gnomes, halflings, you know, half-orcs. You know, there's people traveling from across the sea of Titania, or Tatiana. I'm going to screw myself by changing, you know, not naming that something that flows. Um, and Fowden is trying to cope with the stress of being back in, you know, civilization. So... Not only being back in civilization, but being forced to be inside of inns on a constant basis in the common room, 
while the most rowdy time of the evening happens. So <laughs> This is so crazy. All right. <laughs> so we begin our adventure about half hour before the dinner rush. And Fowden, you've taken up a seat off the shadows, you know, from the fireplace. So you are within 10, 15 feet of your fair Merryweather here. Um, to make sure nothing bad happens please to him. Please don't call him my friend. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. And, uh, Meriwether, you're setting up a, a stool or chair of your choice and positioning it in front of the fireplace, getting warmed up and warming your lips up, your, your <laughs> no, scaly dragon beak. Yeah. <laughs> For your, your flouting that you will be doing shortly. <laughs> Which he is terrible at. I just want to. I just want to reiterate that his soothing lyrics are what really get him through the day with this. And so. Devin's standing behind the bar. Yeah. You can hear the cooks, you know, frying up potatoes and stuff in the back. You know, they're getting ready for the dinner rush. Okay. And there you are. Oh, wait. So am I getting ready, or am I like ready? You're in the process. Oh, okay. So am I like falling over? My am I clumsy, dragonborn? I mean, what's <laughs> like, your dexterity? I mean, it's you know something. <laughs> it's up there. Sixteen. No, but, you're. I mean, you so would have can... to be impaired or injured to really be non-dexterous. While you look, quote unquote, ill-proportioned for one of your kind, you, you make it work. You're dexterous enough to play a flute. Oh, good. I mean, everybody's off what a flute <clears throat> in the beginning. So, yeah, you're there. Perfect. Okay. So, is there uh, any certain ritual you do to set up before a performance? No, I'm pretty awkward as as a bard. So it's just kind of like I'm gonna put the stool down. How many people are in there? None yet. Okay. It's literally empty except you guys and Devin, and then the cooks in the back. Okay. I'm just gonna sit there. Yeah, I'm gonna start digging through my pack, looking for the uh, large brimmed hat that I keep. Uh, that I go around to table by table to collect songs. Fair enough. Like song requests. Yeah. Like okay. I'm basically Delilah in this situation. And, uh... <laughs> huh. Uh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Welcome to Delilah at night. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your soft, lilting tones soothe people into, you know, willing, being willing to pay for request performance from this thing <laughs> i mean it looks horrifying i just need to i this uh, is Merriweather, i can't find the hat do you have it no fair enough i um i walk up to Devin. Devin, need another hat what another one what are you guys doing with Stop these yelling. things this you know this isn't Stop. my yelling voice i'll see if i can find another one he turns around and starts rooting around behind the bar Roll to see if you find it. <laughs> I rolled a sixteen. Okay. Found the shit. Out yeah, of you hat. you move one more thing a little farther than you did before in your pack, and there it is, folded up into like eights. <laughs> Got the hat. Oh, good. There it is, Feldon. It's in your hand. <laughs> right, Feldon. You hear Devin snicker. I I move back to the shadows and prepare the hat for taking yeah. song requests. Uh, Merryweather. Uh, do you need any food before you perform? No, human. Uh, Fowda, you good? I take out some jerky and just start eating it. I have food better it's than fine. jerky. No, it's fine. I don't need uh, anyone else's food. You know that. I don't poison Stop. it. Fair enough. Put. <laughs> just 
pulling it down further. Short Strider. <laughs> Cannon. Oh, I forgot one thing. My character's gonna get up, go over to the table where Felden is, <laughs> and uh, he's gonna look in his uh, backpack to see if he can find his special hat that he uses when he performs. Okay. It is a fedora with a ginormous uh, peacock feather in it. So. <laughs> Nope, I didn't find it. That was a I, four. Somehow <laughs> it's gone missing. Oh, look, Falden. I mean, where could this hat be? Seriously. Where were we last? Uh, the apartment. I'll go back and look. <laughs> Falden walks out. Okay. <laughs> Devin, you know, catches your eye. What are you going to open with tonight? A famous song that you humans sing. Well, which one? I don't want to ruin the surprise. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. It's going to be masterful. All right. I can't wait. Yeah. You guys have been bringing so much business in here. I only rolled an eight to try to find the peacock hat. Well, I mean, you get back to the apartment, you unlock, you know, the door and you walk in and it's sitting on the foot of his bed. And I mean, it's half the size of you. At least the peacock feather is. This hat so, looks crazy. It's, it's pretty obvious where I it mean, is, so you can just easily grab you it. You look like Solid Snake under the box carrying <laughs> this hat. <laughs> okay, I start walking back to the uh, the end. Is it like a short distance? Yeah, or? you guys you guys are about you know quarter of a block, maybe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll a perception check because I think someone's following me. Okay. I rolled a three plus numbers plus five. I rolled an eight. Okay, you are certain that you don't see anyone following you. Looks clear. Looks clear. But it doesn't feel clear. Okay, I um, I get to the door of the uh, the end and I'm going to peer slowly into the door. Pretend like I'm going to walk in and then spin around real quick and try to catch them looking. <laughs> I rolled a 7 that time. Okay, there's a woman walking past you about 10 feet away and when you spin around she flinches a little that's right peacocks are scary you see Devin staring at you because he had noticed the movement in the doorway are you okay Falcon? don't talk okay I walk up to <laughs> Merriweather and hand him his peacock ah uh, my hat thank you fell done I sit down and uh, pull my hood up as far as I can. I'm going to put this hat on like nobody's business. It looks like Michael Jackson is in the, in the room, let me tell you. This hat is amazing. I, I mean, just the sight of it. It just, it's impressive. And the, way, the way it matches your gold scales, especially with the firelight reflecting off you, it's magical. Thank you. <laughs> so... <laughs> The next 30 minutes passes uneventfully, Devin's... Just me sitting there, just with my hand, my dragon hands crossed on the stool, staring. And you just, every now and then, see Fowden, or, uh, not Fowden, but Devin look over and just get this big grin on his face like he's in for such a treat. He's so happy with what's going to happen tonight. And, um, yeah, a couple tr- people trickle in. Perfect, more humans! And the people that trickle in are people you always see showing up first and when you say that you just hear them chuckle and they head to the bar order dinner and you know take a seat and over the next five to ten minutes more and more people just 
you know, steadily streaming. I rolled a seven insight check for every person that walks in trying to determine whether they are hostile or not. Is that what your character is? Just always, <laughs> always rolling. super untrustful of every other person. <laughs> With that roll, you were super uncertain of everybody's motives as they come in. Right? <laughs> That's were, the problem. You were certain that you cannot be sure of anything with any of these people. I know. Are you okay, Feldon? Just a little hostile in here tonight. By the way, Meriwether, you feel no hostility in this room. <laughs> None. And you always feel out of place in this city, but you have no hostile fear feelings at the moment. Worried about that big guy at table two. The biggest guy at table two is like 5'8", and he's clearly... And he's a baker. Yes, he's I was about to say, he's, he's clearly he's, a baker. He's a baker with his wife just <laughs> sitting there laughing, like... So... I got eyes on two. People start getting their food served, and the house is three-fourths full. So in the middle, I'm just like, everyone just, whatever, I'm gonna, I'm just, my character's just gonna stand up. Okay, now... It is time for the performance of a lifetime, humans. I am also human. So here we go. And you hear some whistles and claps and yeah. Merryweather. One guy in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's Devin. Hey, Merryweather. Yeah. I love Yay, this guy. This guy. He's great. <laughs> now I will perform. As I said earlier, here we go. I'm going to take the flute out uh, and we're going to see... Can I roll a perception check to see, or not perception, uh, what's it called, to see if I'm actually good at whatever I'm doing. Performance. Yeah, can I do that? Because yeah. sometimes I think he's hit or miss. So. I mean, you're quote unquote trained in it. Okay. So you have proficiency, but, you know, any given day, you could just be off. So make the roll. I'm going to make this roll. Is this right? Could be the most beautiful thing you've played ever. D20? Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to be amazing at this. Nine plus four. I'm going to be great. Nine plus four is 13. I took out the flute. (laughs) (laughs) I took out the flute. And I put my dragon mouth to it. And it just feels right. When you, you set it in place, you can tell your fingers are for once in the exact right spots to start the song. I start busting out this beautiful melody. I'm going to in post put that in. Maybe. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just forget about it. But anyways, just a beautiful melody. Let's just take a moment to save it. And then he starts singing. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. <laughs> so, do I have to sing the whole thing or can I just <laughs> stop? We can assume you go on in that fashion. And you just see, you see Devin in the background, bent over his bar, like, laughing as hard as, you know, anybody laughs. Like, you can see it's probably physically hurting him, he's laughing so hard. And half the patrons are doing the same. The other ones are just staring in amazement, shaking their heads like, wow, he's really going at it. (laughs) He's he's really doing it today. He's doing it. He's going at it. I want to make a perception check to make sure the guy at table two isn't pulling out a weapon when I hear all the round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) I only rolled a seven. I haven't rolled higher than a four in all of these checks. (laughs) While you're looking towards him, paranoid that he's going to pull out a weapon, he reaches into his apron pocket. 
I start to move towards him. Make a stealth check. Table two! And I make a stealth check. That's a... It's a 15. <laughs> okay. While this is going on, I'm going to switch my songs to... Uh, Rockabye Baby in the treetop. When you say table two, it's just during a moment of a break phrase in his chanting singing. And you actually see the baker, like, look up. But at that moment, you slip behind someone at table seven into their <laughs> shadow from the firelight. And he doesn't see you. And you've made it within one table distance of him as his hand comes out of his apron pocket. And he's holding a bigger wooden spoon and it dives into his stew. What do you do? Do you continue to go after him or abort? <laughs> I... I just maintain current position and make sure he's not going to attempt to splash any soup onto any of his fellow patrons. Okay. He immediately just starts slurping his soup and he seems content to lock eyes on Merriweather and spoon feed himself. Meanwhile, the person... my trek as if nothing had happened to the bar. <laughs> the person you were hiding behind as you walk away goes, what? What? What was he doing? Water, please! And Devin's like, okay, hold on. This is my moment. And you see him wipe a tear from his eyes. He walks over to a keg and taps, you know, a glass of water for you and slides it down the bar. And he just stares fondly at Meriwether and just shakes his head with a big old grin. I move back to my table. Okay. <laughs> so typically you do about three songs, take a break, and Fowden goes around and takes requests. Oh, okay. Wait, did that? How long was so, that whole ordeal? Just as he it? reaches the table, you finish "Rockabye Baby," so you've got one more song on dock before request time. Okay, I'm gonna take a moment, and then I'm gonna bust right into the itsy bitsy spider <laughs> crawled up the water spout. <sighs> I start moving about with the hat. Okay. Um, I, I move up the tables very cautiously, occasionally stealthily. As the ones you approach stealthily, you always everybody jumps at the table, and you just appear on air and go. Request. I'm gonna stand up, and I'm gonna be like, Feldon, don't forget, table two might be a bad guy." <laughs> you see the baker with the spoonful of soup halfway his mouth, and go, "Huh? What are you talking about? Any requests?" Oh, request you not call me bad guy. I didn't. He seems to be getting hostile. <laughs> so I am down the spoon. Devin, I'm I've been coming here for years. I'm just trying to enjoy my soup. Just roll with it, Bob. Just put the spoon down if you got a request to ask. Requests? Me. Well, do I get a free one after you insulted me? No. And he reaches into his pocket. Are you okay with that? <laughs> you you are pretty close to him. And you hear coins I slowly, jingling. I slowly I'm gonna start to rage towards my rapier. I'm going to walk up behind Feldon. <laughs> he pulls out two silver, the going rate. That was not the going rate, sir. It and was I'm, last I'm week. Gonna, I'm going to slowly put my hands on, his on Feldon's shoulders. And I'm going to be like, it's okay. He's just staring at the window <laughs> past everyone. Put the body in the hat. <laughs> He drops the coins. What would you like to hear, sir? Uh, the ABCs, please. An oldie but a goodie. I walk away. <laughs> you, you, what you do the round takes about five minutes. By the end of it, 
you've gotten like 15 requests enough for the evening and you've you've made you know a few about three four gold total just from the request money and um after the requests come in you finish your break while talking with Bowden about what songs you have to perform and, you know maybe wet your whistle get your throat ready and just as you're about to stand up to resume your position in front of the fire the door opens a little hastily. I rolled a 10 perception check. <laughs> okay, you and everybody else sees a city guard come in. And he like, opens the door, bangs a little, and he looks around. And he looks a little stressed and fraught. I mean, you guys instantly uh, recognize him as Alec, a, a guard who's, you know, you've seen at other bars plenty. He's very friendly, um, likes Merriweather a lot. He thinks you're a little odd, Fowden, but thinks you're, you know, legit. He remembers that you, he was on the city watch when you brought that uh, child in that you rescued. So he knows that you're a good person, even if you're a little skittish. Alec, hello, sir. Are you here to listen to my songs of the bard? Uh, uh, no, he seems a little taken aback that you called him out. So everybody's paying attention to him now. And he, uh. Closes the door, trying to mind look you, a more big, casually. big dragon smile. Yeah. It's terrifying, but happy at the same time. <laughs> smile with both, and uh, he um, he goes, oh, "Sorry for the interruption, everyone. Now, please resume your dinner. I'll just, I, I'm only going to interrupt Merriweather for a few moments before he can resume." Thank interrupt? You. That can't be. Hello. <laughs> he kind of quickly walks his way over to you, and. You know, grabs one of your arms and kind of scoots you back into the corner closer to Falden in the shadows. I rolled a uh, 16 stealth check when I see him touch him, and I'd like to uh, try to sneak around behind him. Okay, yeah. He turn he he grabs your arm, Merriweather, and turns to guide you towards Falden and stops because Falden's not there. I have my rapier drawn on him. Stop touching him. <laughs> right. Sorry, Falden. Um, he puts his hand on you. Could you please both come in front of me so I can talk at you? Yes, human. Let's go, Feldon. Are you sure? Seems kind of dangerous. He looks fine. He's armed. I, I'm a I also guard, have Feldon. arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what he said. He, he has arms, too, Feldon. Could we... Look, I'm trying to... I need to talk to you. It's important, and it's... It's time sensitive. Let's go. He needs to talk to us in secret. And Merriweather, could you lower your voice a bit? Yes. Do you put your rapier away, Falden? Or... Yeah, I slide it back okay. away. And do you walk around in front? No. I I stay, like, flanking him on his side. Okay. He realizes that you're very uncomfortable. So he purposely lifts his arm, showing you that the only weapon is his longsword. And he puts his hands... In his armpits. I still say on his side. And presses his arms down. Look, guys. I I don't know how to say this. Does your side hurt? I'm fine, Meriwether. Just please. You're holding your side with both <sighs> arms. Just talk. I was just in the guard office and a new bounty was brought in. Well, two bounties. Someone's put a price on both your heads. I knew this day would come. How much am I worth? You're both worth 5,000 gold each. I'm going to turn myself in so I can get that. I'm going to turn you in so I can get that. It doesn't work like that, guys. You're right. 
minutes on you and how much are you worth? I make four gold a week. That's how much I'm worth. I've made that in two minutes. Yeah. Stop reminding me that you make more money than me. The problem isn't the bounty. It's the fact that the gang leaders found out and they're on the move. They're already on the way. Back door. And I start to walk away. <laughs> Just get out of the city as fast as you can. Unfortunately, I have entertaining to do. Sound we can in. take care of it. It's on you now. I gotta go, guys. I can't be here. Time to go, man, brother. <laughs> and but what about other people? Quickly walks the door and leaves. The other people are fine. Let's go. We have their money. I know. Let's go. <laughs> but the Devin song. Is staring a little worriedly. He's, you know, he's over 20 feet away from you guys, so he knows that there's something going on with Alec the guard, but. You have heard nothing, and now you guys seem okay. to be arguing. So he's well. I mean, it's you. as much arguing as an eight foot tall guy, a dragon, and a three foot tall <laughs> ranger can do. I guess. Uh, hey. Is there a back door that we know of? Like, yes. Out of the, okay. And Devin is giving permission to use it, and for regular use, not just emergencies. Okay. So. I I look up at uh, at Merryweather. Fine, we'll give it back. And I walk over to the hat. I flip it upside down, so all the money just falls out of it. I start folding it back up as I walk back up to him. Everybody sits there for a good five seconds, kind of stunned as silver coins just rain all over. I'm sorry, humans, and but I must go. You're drowned out by the sound of chairs screeching and people <laughs> scrambling for measly silver coins because they're cheap. <laughs> Distraction made! Out the back door! <laughs> and I start uh, trying to push Merriweather towards the back door. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right. As you head towards the bar, which the back door is behind the bar through the kitchen, uh, Devin, what's wrong, guys? Where are you going? Um, gotta go. Uh, what about the show tonight? Unfortunately, I must go. I mean, I, we have I'm... returned the money, human, but we must go. We found out that we may be putting you in danger, so we gotta go. Oh. Well. Bye! And I start moving again towards the door. Be careful! So, you guys kind of burst through the back door, and, you know, the chefs are a little scared. Wait, I want to see if I hit a stool on the way because of my giant dragon tail. Nope. <laughs> uh, so, as soon as I open up the back door, I'm going to make a uh, perception check to see if I see anyone lurking watching the back door. I rolled a 16. 16, yeah. Uh, you notice down the alley, almost a good 40 feet, you see a couple silhouettes of people moving, and they're definitely moving in your direction. Um, the other direction, the alley seems to be open. Okay, so, like, I'm assuming that I've probably gone in and out of this back door like a million times, evading things, things that you might um, have seen or not. Do I know we can get out of the alley that direction? Yeah, either way is a viable escape route. Okay. Um, I'm going to gesture down the alley away from the silhouettes and tell Meriwether to go. Okay. Um, when he tells you to go, how do you exit this building? I thought we already left. We're still in the building. I, I had like opened the door and like. Oh, you're out. looking. Yeah. Oh, and gotcha. Like gestured yep. down away from the people and said, "Go." I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna open the door and <laughs> just just go out the door because he told me to go that way. Uh, yeah. Hey, you hear? There they are. Let's get them. And I have to clarify something. <laughs> you stop on your hat. Yes. By the way, that was a nat 20 on spotting your ass. <laughs> it was Plus the, 15 due to hat. It was the, it was the hat. Hey. Uh, are you still inside? Uh, 
So you hear them. So he goes out, and I immediately hear them go, "There he is!" Yeah, and uh, I'm just standing in there, mm-hmm. still inside of the. I'm going to uh, as soon as he goes out, I'm gonna like, kind of like just let it move all the way closed, and I'm gonna count to six. So you, you hear, "There he is! Let's get him!" and feet running. And the door closes behind you. <laughs> and you're in the alley by yourself. Can I see how many, like, can I try to see how many there are? I mean, yeah, roll a perception check. Fifteen. Through the movement of the silhouettes, you can you can count at least four silhouettes. Oh, man, that's a lot. I'm gonna, I have, um, can you, can I use Thunder Wave if it's not battle? Yeah. It's a cantrip. It's kind of stupid that it's a cantrip, but it's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm going to reach in. I have a disguise kit. No, no, I have entertainer's pack, which means I can get... Uh... <laughs> Juggling balls up? <laughs> I mean, oh my god, that's what I was, <laughs> was going to do. But please, God, let me do that. <laughs> I mean, go for it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Plus four. Twelve. So twelve? So yeah. Okay, you, you get the balls up. You're doing a, you know, three ball. I love arc. getting the balls up. <laughs> yeah, you're you're getting them going. You know, nothing fantastic, no tricks, but you got a steady cascade going. Um, but you're still standing mostly in the dark. You're you're lit a little more from the silo, you know, the light emanating from the edges of the door than the people running at you. Do you announce anything once you start juggling? Hello, human. I am also a human and a bard. It's him, alright. He says he's a bard. Let's get the bastard. <laughs>